Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teacher Cast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making Teacher Cast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 152. And today we're all going to be talking about the five most important conversations that we as tech coaches should be having before the school year starts. Hope you guys have had a great summer, even though this is episode number 152 for the show. You know, we are really looking at this as episode one as we start our new year, start our new podcasting curriculum. And I am so excited to have with me as my co-host, Miss Susan Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to episode 152. Hey, everybody listening. And by the time you're hearing this, I'm sure many of you are ramping up with new teacher orientations and all of those activities that happen at the beginning of the year. I'm already exhausted from some of that as one of our schools starts on an alternate calendar. So we start back in July on one campus and here in August with two more campuses. So it's there is there's certainly a lot of things going on. I know in my school, we just got done doing our tech coach retreat. We're starting to look forward to things. We're back into our coaching matters, book conversations, topics we're going to be talking about here. And, you know, Sue, there's a lot of stuff going on here in the tech coaches network. Hope you guys have a chance to check everything out over at teachercast.net. And, you know, not only do we have this free network, but it's a great place for coaches to come together, to have conversations, to share But Sue, next week, starting on August 10th, we're going to be running our first Tech Coach Network meeting. Uh, We're looking forward to it. We're going to be running one on Tuesday night, uh, August the 10th, and also one on the 17th, talking all about coaching uh, websites, coaching uh, newsletters, Newsletters. all those great things. We hope you guys have a chance to check it out. You can find out all the information over at askthetechcoach.com. And you know what? We want to introduce our guest speaker for the day, somebody who is absolutely fantastic. She's a coach. She's an educator. And my favorite part of her, she's a podcaster, too. I want to bring on Nancy Minikazi. Nancy, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. Thank you. I am well today. I hope everybody listening is well as it's you know going to be an exciting new year. Let's just leave it at that. I am looking forward to everything. You know, even though there's so many coaches that are starting or starting to think about this, there are still coaches right now as you're listening to this show that have not yet gotten started or maybe even are a month, month and a half away from starting. And that's why today we're talking about the conversations. You know, guys, we've talked all about this for 152 episodes. Coaching is about three things, relationships, relationships, relationships i believe is the last one and nancy why why is that the most second and third most important thing that we need to do as coaches why why relationships shouldn't it just be like google docs but coaching jeff you know coaching isn't just about teaching people how to do stuff you can't teach anybody anything if they don't trust you 
And that goes for the classroom, that goes for any kind of professional development. You need to have that relationship first so that people are willing to take a risk for you because basically that's what it is, right? If we're asking people to try something different and new in their classroom, it might fail, right? So they, or they, it might not turn out how they want. So they really need to trust you so that they're willing to take a risk for you. And without those relationships, that won't happen. And so those relationships start way before you even start that school year, doesn't it? Oh my goodness, yes. They should hopefully be happening at some point during the summer or at least in some form or fashion during that beginning of the school in-service time build in some time for some of these conversations that we're getting ready to talk about with some very important people. When I think of relationships, I think about building that, that, you know, it's that like, know, and trust. Um, that stuff that really started for me a month ago, right? As soon as we ended our school year uh, and we talked about the Sioux on the show, right? Like we got organized. We made sure our Google drives were good. We made sure that, that, you know, we said goodbye. We sent out those little notes. Hey, I'll see you in a few weeks. Have a great summer. Hope your family, all of those things, those are building relationships for the next year. Especially if you got off to a bad start with a teacher now's a great time to start thinking about building those relationships back up. You don't want to be bringing any old baggage from the previous school year. Now, I know out there, guys, we have coaches that are listening to this show for the first time. Maybe they're new coaches. Maybe they're in a new position, but they've been coaching for a while. And maybe they've been coaching for 5, 10, 15 years. It's still applicable to have these types of conversations. And Sue, what's the first kind of conversation that coaches should be setting up to have before that school year starts? Well, definitely a good place to start is with the administrators, whether it be the administrators of the district, if you're a district tech coach, or with just an individual school building principal, if you're a tech coach in a building. It is so important to set the vision and Um, be on the same page with expectations you know maybe that administrator expects you to work with you know third grade on this day and fourth grade on this day and you have other plans in your head so you need to get on the same page and hopefully come to an agreement of you know what their expectation is and what's the overall vision and climate of the school you don't want to walk in there with you know one again one plan in your head and they're expecting something else or it's a whole different group of people than you were expecting. You need to be ready for some personalities and some expectations. And don't forget that administrators is plural, right? Some of us have principals that are above us. Some of us have principals that we work with, but we have district administrators that are above us. Making sure we know that perhaps the, the you know the principal goes to Sue and says, I need you to be doing X, Y, and Z. And Sue has to go, yeah, but my boss says I'm supposed to be doing this. Absolutely. Hasn't that person told you this yet? Right. Like, and you have those kind of conversations with things, making sure you're on that. I know that every coach wants to hit the ground running. I'm sure that there's a lot of principals out there and Nancy, you know, would love to get your opinion on this, but that just want to see their teachers physically in the rooms. And they're like, 
let the teachers breathe for the first month and a half. What are you looking forward to? What's your thoughts and opinions on working with administrators? And and how do you do that? How do you approach this if an administrator is not worth not, not used to working with coaches? Well, you know, it, that is a question, too. Um, and I will say one thing also right now, I am in a position where I'm working at a single school. But previously, um, I was a tech coach who supported eight different schools. And so I had directives from my district administration about what they wanted to see happen. But then I also had to discuss with individual principals and make sure that what they saw happening went with what the district wanted and I was and still able to meet their needs. Um, but I think that if you're if your administrator isn't used to working with a tech coach, then you need to clarify for that person what your role is and you need to show them how you can help them and support them by empowering their teachers and still making sure that they understand that your job isn't um, to help the teacher connect their computer to the printer. I mean, that, and that might be one thing that you do to build relationships with teachers. Like, you know, really I should call IT, but it's just two things I'm gonna do this for you. Um, but really work with the administrator so that you know what their vision is and they know how you can help them and still maintain your role as a tech coach rather than tech support. Well, let's let's put that one together. Right. Uh, You know, I've been in situations where I've had multiple buildings. Uh, You said you've had uh, eight or is it eight? I did. No, eight, eight, only eight. It was still a lot, but it was it was eight. (laughs) Now, when you have this situation, um, do you have eight individual meetings or do you really try hard to get one meeting and, hey, we're all in the same team. Can we just get together? Is that something that the district should be putting up? Because the last thing you want to do is you you hustle and you hustle and maybe you get five out of eight principles. And now you've got five really good ways you're going to do something. And three, like I haven't spoken to this person and it's December and I haven't spoken to this person. Like, how do you recommend putting together when you've got multiple bosses, if you will? It's challenging. I mean, I did have one principle that was difficult to reach, and I ended up actually asking my boss to intercede because every time I went, I I had several meetings, but then they were all canceled at the last minute or, you know, one time it was, well, there's a discipline issue. Okay. And I could wait. That was, you know, that I couldn't wait rather. But um, I did end up having to ask my supervisor to intercede and ask that person to set up because that was part of uh, what I had to submit to the district was each individual school's goal and what my plan was to meet that, help them meet that goal. And 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 if I couldn't, pardon me? Let's talk about that for a second. Like when you're having these, what are the goals of this meeting? Because you're not setting up a meeting with your principal. You're setting up the beginning of a conversation that's going to end on July 1st, right? Like you want right. to do what here? Like I- I'm looking at the saying you want to set up, I-, I hate the term, ground rules. 
uh, rules of engagement, if you will. How do you want me to approach your teachers? Do you want me to come in the back? Do you want me to just feel free to open the doors? Um, do you need to set up calendar? Like, okay, every Monday at four o'clock, we're going to meet you and I. What should the goals for this particular conversation be with your administrator? Well, really, it depends on what your district goals are in that case. I mean, the district goals um, were that each principal had, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but I know that I went to the principals because um, this was a few years ago, went to the principals and said, okay, these are the district goals. What, how do you want it to, what do you want it to look like in your school and how can I help you meet that goal? And so for one school, I worked with um, a specific grade level. For another school, I did a lot of work on um, English language, helping the ELD teacher, the English language teacher. For another school, it was um, providing robotics assistance. So it really, but all of those were in support of the district goal because we had district technology standards in that district, not in my current one, but in that, um, in the previous district. And so they all picked a standard. The other thing that we talk about here, Nancy, and I'd love to get your opinion is the concept of how will the principal be setting you up for success? I think that's such an important conversation yet even just talking about it on here, that's an intimidating conversation. Hi, what will you be doing? Many principals say, oh, you just, Nancy, you, you introduce yourself. But that's not empowering you to do the job you're being asked to do. And then sometimes the principal says, hey, here's Nancy. She'll be your tech coach. That doesn't still empower you to be the curricular coach, not the change the light bulb person. How do you recommend having or approaching this topic of, hey, you need to set me up for success or else it's going to be a long school year? Well, I think you need to say that perhaps in a slightly more tactful way, but. Uh, I'm a little passionate about this topic. <laughs> I, I can tell. And, and you should be because I am, too. And I think you need to tell them, you know, I'd really. When you're setting up those goals for the school year, you need to talk to the, the principal and or the admin, you know, whoever you're working with, the administrator and say, in order for me to be successful, I'm going to also need your support. And this is what I'm going to need you to do. And so maybe that is to come, you know, to a grade level meeting or to come to a staff meeting and have them introduce you and what you're going to be doing. And, you know, for all of those schools, even though I was focusing on a grade level or a curricular area or what have you, I was still available to support all the other teachers in the school. And so it was important that everybody kind of know who I was and how to reach out to me. And we tried both ways. Um, I did have a system or rather a schedule where I was Monday morning, I'm here and Monday afternoon, I'm there. And it did not work because, you know, Susan needed help on Tuesday morning with her lesson, but I wasn't at her school because my time for her school was Wednesday afternoon. 
So we um, changed to a more on-demand kind of setup where people would make appointments when they needed help. And then if I had nothing to do, I would go and sit in the staff room or the library of whichever school I hadn't been to in a, in a little bit and kind of just make myself visible so teachers would remember that I existed. So we're a little passionate about this topic, right? But it's such an important one, right? So many tech coaches go into that first day and they're just expected to perform. And it's not until November when you realize, oh, I've missed all of the trains and all of the buses. What's going on? Have those conversations. It might be intimidating. Um, It might be the best conversations you have all year. It might be the only conversation that you have with the principal who is not as stressed as they will be in those first couple weeks of school. Um, Make sure that we have those conversations, probably the best thing that you can be doing. But Sue, there is a few other conversations we need to have. You and I have these conversations a lot. What's the second kind of conversation that we want to have before the school year ends? Yeah, we have a few of these (laughs) conversations. Yeah, let's start it. We have a few of these conversations um, pretty often, in fact. Um, So conversations with other tech coaches. You know, get out there, find that PLN, that professional learning network, whether it's on Twitter or right here on Ask the Tech Coach. Join our Tech Coach Network. We have awesome conversations, of Jeff, as Jeff alluded to earlier. Get with some people that are in your field. I am so fortunate, and I brag about this all the time here in Kentucky. We have a digital learning coach network, and it is awesome. We meet together hopefully face-to-face this coming year and get to share and talk about good things that are happening. So get with those people in your field and, um, you know, as the seven habits guy says, sharpen your saw and, you know, learn what you need to be doing and ask those questions in a safe zone. If you're looking for some help with this, as Susan said, head on over to askthetechcoach.com. Join our free membership site, our Tech Coaches Network. We would love to have you here. Nancy, um, with all the stuff that you're working on out in California, how do you keep up with things? How do you reach out? I mean, what Facebook groups, what what are the hashtags that you use? What recommendations do you have for coaches um, to just to connect with everybody, you know, outside of the TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network? Well, outside of TeacherCast, um, I'm involved in a uh, tech coaching network in Ventura County. I don't actually live in Ventura County anymore, but um, we had an awesome network through the Ventura County Office of Education and made a lot of connections there. Uh, we have QCUE, which is um, a technology group for educators, and there are local groups. So, um, go to those local events or connect with people and use the local group hashtags. Um, And also just, I love, you know, I love Twitter and really I don't use a specific tech coach hashtag, but it's, I follow people that I've met at different conferences and then I follow the people that they follow. So it's it's been great. ET coaches is usually the one that's being used for ISTE. I, I noticed a while ago that 
Tech Coach doesn't really have a home yet, so we've been using that. We've been using Tech Coach Edu. Um, I noticed that one didn't have a yeah. home. I've seen instruct, you know, hashtag instructional coach. I don't really see a standard one. Um, you know, Google. No, Tech- I haven't. There really I've isn't a standard either. one. Um, I also have been using the. Um, I recently became a Google certified coach, which it was a great program. If people are interested in looking at certification, I really enjoyed it and learned a lot and they're um i can't remember the hashtag off the top of my head but i'll find it and put it in the show notes oh um we'll spam that one too (laughs) yes so that's a great one um especially if you are looking to get the google certification but even if you're not looking for that certification the people on that hashtag are really helpful and have a lot of good ideas so i like that one too so if we're looking at here, we have conversations with administrators. We have conversations with other coaches. Um, so there's a third one in here, conversations with who else would be important? Well, there's also those other role models in our life. You know, things that, you know, you're interested in outside of education or maybe just inside of education just find those role models and listen to them. If you're a YouTube watcher, find something that you're passionate about and just, you know, refresh yourself and get ideas of things that you can put towards your own coaching. You know, if it's, if you're an organizational buff, listen to those people on podcasting and YouTube. If you're a crime junkie, you know, find that out and learn how to be a storyteller you know you can get speaking ideas you can get um, leadership ideas from so many places that doesn't have to always be from educators so find that and you know update yourself refresh yourself get new ideas nancy when you think of tech coach role models who comes to mind who are those must follows um who do you look to Oh, gosh. Um, uh, well, of course, teacher cast. Um, but um, um, like uh, Stephanie, uh, can't think of her last name. Um, I know having... who you're talking about. <laughs> She's in Global GEG, too. Roth? Um, Roth something? Stephanie Rothstein, yes. Rothstein, there it is. Yes, Stephanie Rothstein and um, um, Bonnie Shillette. um, Just, but I also, um, I follow people who aren't necessarily tech coaches, but who have ideas about people who do professional development, like Eric Kurtz. Um, he's not a technology coach. I think he was at one point, but he's, he does a lot of training and he has a really great way of, um, delivering information. And so I like that. Um, and I also follow a lot of teachers just because I get ideas like what Susan was saying, you know, following, a crime podcast because it helps you be a better storyteller. A lot of times I've, I'll just follow people who I think have good ideas, even if they're not specifically tech coach related. Um, yeah, just trying to think of specific people now. 
Um, there's, there's certainly a lot of good ones out there. We are taking notes on all of these things. We're putting them in our show notes over at Ask the Tech Coach episode 152. Uh, we've got a ton of hashtags on there. We've got a ton of links to Facebook groups. Uh, we're going to be putting hashtags to things like your Google groups and your Apple groups, and your Microsoft groups and all those things. We want to make sure that the show notes for episode 152 are right there for you. So check all that stuff out. Talking about administrators, talking about meeting with coaches, talking about meeting with other role models. Um, we've left out one important group here, Sue. Um, talking to who that we should be talking to here. Yeah. So like you said, we've prepped ourselves. We've had those administrator conversations. Now we're ready to get in there um, into the nitty gritty. And that's those conversations with the teachers. Like Nancy was talking about earlier, you know, developing those relationships you know letting them know that you know what they're doing is important and you're there to support them whatever comes their way you know it's hopefully it won't be as tough of a year this year as last year but you know there's always tough things that are arise and you know they need to know that they can come to you with their technology integration needs lesson plannings i always make it a point um, i met with actually one of our staffs earlier this week during the week we're recording this and I remind them verbally and hopefully the administrator has too but I remind them that I'm a teacher too I've been in the trenches just like they are I know the things that are coming their way so that's one way that I build that relationship with them and remember teachers are the people that you work with right and I know Nancy was saying I, I know I work with coaches I work with teachers and social but really try to find those people that were your generals this last year, you know, they might not be checking their emails, but at least point, you know, poke at them and go, Hey, how you doing? How's your summer? Are you excited? What are you looking forward to? Honestly, I would keep these conversations right now, business neutral. Like if you, if, if I got an email from my tech coach and it's August 1st and it's, Hey, are you excited about the new Microsoft teams feature? Uh, -uh. <laughs> But having that conversation that just starts with, you know, hey, Nancy, it's August. I just wanted to check. How are you doing? Like my kids are did this great thing. Nancy, how are you? Um, those conversations go a long way, especially on that first day when you guys meet each other. Now, obviously, if you're new to a district, new to a building, you don't have this opportunity. But just doing one of those gut checks with everybody around you, just, hey, how are you doing? What's been going on? Um, I think those are important things. What do you think, Nancy? I agree. And I love the fact that you mentioned keep it business neutral. And I would even say, you know, on that first day back, or depending on if you can or not, it's really great to develop those relationships right there, especially if you're new. Hi, I'm Nancy. This is, you know, I'll be here to help you. But, you know, tell me about yourself. You know, what have you, what did you do over the summer? You know, what are you looking forward to this year but not necessarily school related just um building that relationship it's the six questions of the holidays hi how are you how are how is your family what kind of homework are you in like what what grade are you in you know those the same six questions that every kid gets when they go to the you know the the extended family just do that nancy how are you how's your family what do you work you know what do you plan on working on this year 
how about those Mets, right? Like just one of those kinds of things that's going on, but making sure that you just kind of start to build those. What was that R word again, Sue? Relationships. Relationships. And I think that the most important relationship that we can be building this year is the one that you have with yourself. Um, Look, we don't need to continue talking about this on the show. We've certainly done it enough. We've had a heck of a school year. We've had a heck of a last couple school years. And who knows what this next one's going to look like, if it's going to be physical, hybrid, a combination. Who knows what the health scares are going to look like. But having that gut check with yourself that says, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to put our head down. We're going to stay organized. Next week, Sue and I are going to be talking about the things that you should be doing with yourself before the school year starts. We've got some great tips and tricks for you on that. But, but Sue, what's your recommendation for those gut checks? I know at this point you've already started with your, with your teachers. Have you talked to yourself on the drive in? Like, you know, it's the, I think I can, I think I can, or what, what do those conversations, I know, what do those conversations look like? Well, for me personally, and it's going to look different from, Every, for every individual person, how you handle that. For me personally, I do a lot of praying of just for strength. and We all do. Patience and understanding. And yes, I hope everyone does. And, um, you know, each of you out there listening have your own way of handling that. But, but yes, that's so important of just knowing yourself and being able to know what gives you the passion and what's going to motivate you and what you need to do to rest, relax, take a break from the work sometimes, but then get back in there to be passionate and motivating to your teachers. So it's just that balance, whatever that looks like for you in your life, whether it's a schedule, a to-do list, prayer, reading, meditating, whatever that looks like. Nancy, what do those conversations look like to you? Are you sitting there saying, I, I, I think I can, I know I can. Are you sitting there going, oh, man, I got to make 18 more Google Forms and stuff like that? Like, what, what does that look like to you when you just sit down with yourself and say, okay, here we go again? Well, I think, um, yeah, I do have, I still have a lot of things to do because we are actually starting. I've got new teacher orientation August 3rd, which I think will have already happened by the time this podcast comes out. And then we go back to school. Teachers go back on the 10th of August. So, um, yeah, I do have 18 Google forms at least, but I, what that looks like to me is just, I, I need a plan. And so for me, I, like what Susan said, it's important to know what you need. I need to have a plan. I need to write it down so that I know, and whether it's in pay, on paper or in a, you know, digital note format, but just, I need to have a plan. And once I have that, then I can work through it and be calm about what needs to get done. But I think that what's important this year that everybody needs is going to need to do is to show yourself a little bit of grace and cut yourself slack just the same way that you would for your students or for the teachers that you support. Because like you said, we don't know what this year is going to look like. We can start off with an expectation and have things turn around very suddenly. So I think it's important to do a lot of self-care as well and to check in 
to know that, you know, I've done as much as I can. And if that's all I can do, then that's the best. I did my best. There's so many different ways to have these conversations with your administrators, with each other. You know, we, we talked about having those conversations with tech coaches at large, but we still need to have a conversation about having conversations with your tech coaches in your district. You know, what are you going to do versus how I'm going to do it? What's your rules of engagement in your building versus mine? Um, there are many buildings out there that have multiple tech coaches. Sue might be the technology coach. Nancy might be the reading coach. How are you guys going to get along? How are you going to support each other? How does that's a show that we're certainly going to be looking at as we go through here, but we want to hear what you guys are looking forward to. Of course, we want to have you guys check out all this stuff over on askthetechcoach.com. Find us on Twitter at askthetechcoach, and we would love to have you guys join our TeacherCast Tech Coaches Network. It is a free membership site. We're going to be doing a couple webinars a month, and our first one is going to be on August the 10th, talking all about websites and newsletters on both and we would love to have you guys come out here. My goodness, there's a lot of good stuff going on over here on TeacherCast, and we are just getting started for the school year. Nancy, where can somebody reach out and find you and learn about the great things that are doing? And I'd love to learn more about your podcast. So if you, my blog, which hasn't been updated lately, but will be because I, I think I'm going to write something about this conversation that we've had today. It's great. Is coffeenancy.com. And... Um, I also do a podcast called TLC Ninja, where we talk about easy ways that teachers can innovate in their classrooms. It's 15 minutes long because that's all the time we have to put to it. So it's bite-sized episodes, TLC.ninja. And Sue, so you're, so you're doing some great stuff over at your website. Where can we find out more about the things that you're doing? Look for me on techimaginations.net or over on my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Susan Vincents. And as the school year gets starting, we would love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to head on over to Ask the Tech Coach. Join our free membership site. We would love to have you guys as a member of the Teacher Cast Tech Coaches Network. And don't forget to hit that like, subscribe button. We've also got some great stuff we didn't even have time to talk about over on our YouTube channel. We call it Tech Coach Weekly. Weekly tips and tricks. And most importantly, free templates for you guys to check on out. So lots of stuff over on Ask the Tech Coach. Hope you guys have a chance. And that wraps up episode number 154, the five most important conversations that you guys should be having before the school year starts. Hope you've enjoyed this. On behalf of Nancy and Susan and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.